Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Lacey Unleashed podcast. My name is Lacey Shahili, and today we are going to talk about money. Um, it's funny that I'm talking about this because I had two conversations just this morning about money, and it was yesterday and the day before that I came across things kind of randomly um, in regards to money. And it really repositioned me to recognize I haven't talked about this in a while. And it makes sense that I haven't wanted to talk about money because money is different inside of my world this year. Um, And sometimes when money is different inside of your world, dare I say lower, um, you don't want to talk about it. There's almost this worthiness of Am I worthy of talking about money in a year where I am not making as much money as I did last year? Um, Even if you know that there's a reason why you're not making as much money, even if the reason why you're not making as much money is largely because of the choices that you've made and you're conscious of that, there is still this feeling that there's a worthiness to it. Anybody ever, I hear this from coaches all the time, well, I feel like a fraud talking to my clients about losing weight when I've gained 10 pounds and I haven't really been on my habits. I hear this from coaches all the time. They don't feel worthy about sharing their expertise because currently, right now, inside of their health journey, they don't feel like they're doing the best. So they don't feel worthy of helping other people. The same could be said about me. I had to recognize this morning, I have not talked about money or money mindset. And a lot of that has to do with this questioning, like, can I talk about this? Like my revenue looks different this year than it, than it looked last year. I'm still in a place where, um, most people would dream of being, but am I worthy? Am I worthy of talking about money? And am I worthy of shepherding people through money? And What I realized this week is I am. I don't know any less in a year where the money is not flowing as like openly as it was last year or the money has changed because of some decisions that I've made. If anything, I've learned more about money in this season than I knew before. Because I think you don't know, is somebody here, and some of you guys can relate to this, I have had a business where I have doubled in revenue or had like consistent growth every single year. And a lot of you guys that are in the first four or five years, you're the same thing. Like you double, you triple, um, you make consistently more. And you don't really learn what it's like to have a year where you don't make as much until you experience what it's like to not make as much. Um, You know, my money person my investment team, my strategy team asked me where they felt like we were going to end up this year monetary wise. And I told them somewhere between three quarters of a million and 850,000. If I had to guess, we're going to round out the year somewhere between 725 and 850, if I had to guess. Still incredible. Last year, I did 1.1 million. I don't anticipate that I'm going to cross the million dollar mark this year, although I do believe that anything can happen and anything can change at any moment. Um, And I'm going to talk a little bit about that too. Um, But there was this like feeling inside of me like, you know, am I worthy of talking about this? I am. And I've learned so much more this year. One of the things that cripples a lot of coaches is 
self-sabotage when it comes to money. They get to a month where they've made a lot and then all of a sudden they torpedo all the way back down to the level they were at before. Or there's some coaches in the industry, they'll have a million dollar year and then they combust. They'll have a $300,000 a year and then they combust. Last night, I was in the middle of my unfollowing spree that I'm doing on the My Coach Lacey account. I was following like 2,500 accounts over there. So I was unfollowing a lot of accounts that I just don't see, I don't need to interact with, whichever. And I was coming across accounts of nutrition coaches and even business coaches that I had followed in 2020, 2021, and 2022. And in looking, being like, oh, I haven't thought about that person in forever. And I clicked on it. And they're not doing business anymore. Haven't posted a post. There were a couple. I was like, oh my gosh, I know for sure her business was doing $25,000 a month every month. And she hadn't posted since September of last year. So it can be surmised that she's probably not in business anymore. This is so common and it happens so much in our industry. The big, big, big boom and then the big, big, big bust. And it all comes down to self-sabotage. And even more so, on top of self-sabotage, it comes down to worthiness and shame. So you have to understand, when it comes to money, when it comes to success, when it comes to business growth, your capacity to grow and sustain is only related to your ability to, I don't know why I lost the word there, to regulate to that new income level and to regulate to what it looks like if it goes down. What this means is if you hit your first 20K month and your immediate next thought is, how am I going to repeat this? And one client cancel spirals you, you were not regulated to that level. You're going to go all the way back down because your set point for success is somewhere lower than the success that you just experienced. So if you got to 20K months or 10K months or 50K months and you got there and you didn't necessarily feel worthy of it or your first thought was, how am I going to repeat this? Or your next thought is, oh my gosh, this could fall apart next month. Or your next thought is, but this person just canceled so I can't possibly be here. Then you are not going to stay at that level. It is above your ability to regulate. It's above your ability to hold. And that's why you go right back down. Your ability to hold and sustain success revolves around your ability to be okay at that level of success no matter what. I'm going to give you a concrete example. I have had six 100K plus months. Six. Do I make 100K every month? No. Have I made 100,000 a month? Yes. My biggest month was right at like 111. My ability to not self-sabotage when my revenue is not 100,000 and hold the standard that I am capable of holding 100,000 is the reason why 
I will get back to 100,000. I believe I'm worthy of $100,000 months. I believe I can sustain them. If I have a month that is below, below that, which I've had many, many, it doesn't make me feel like a failure or feel shame. I know I can hold it, but I can also hold not having it as well. That's the key. I can hold 100K months, but I can also hold not having 100K months. If you can't hold a 20K month and also not having a a 20K month, you're not going to be able to sustain 20K months. Now, one of the big reflections that I had to look at this week is, was the million dollar plus mark above where I felt worthy of being? This is a big question that came up for me this week. I hit a million dollars. I'm not going to hit it again this year. At least I don't think so. Anything could happen. Did I not feel worthy of being there? I had to kind of unpack that a little bit. Why would I want to unpack that? Because my desire is to get back there and exceed that. And so if I don't unpack it, then I don't do the work around it that needs to be done to get back there. This is my work to do. And so I had to think when I was posed with this question, what were my feelings? And I immediately thought of this. In 2021, I hit half a million dollars in mid-November. I am going to outpace that this year. I already have. But when I hit that half a million dollars in the middle of November of 2021, I fully embodied it immediately. It felt so right in my body. I was like, yes, I was so excited. I was so incredibly lit up. I remember it was such a funny moment when I hit half a million in 2021. We were at Disney. And I thought I hit it getting on this ride with May Lee. And I actually made a video and I was crying and I was so in my feels in the moment. And then I got off that ride and I realized I was $7 short. And I laughed. I was literally $7 short. And the $7 didn't come in until about three hours later when I was actually bathing May Lee. And she had pooped in the tub. (laughs) And so it was this funny thing because when I thought I had hit it, I didn't actually hit it. But I can tell you when I hit that half a million mark, I felt with every pore in my body, every bit of my soul that, oh my gosh, I am supposed to be here. I was so excited. And I rounded out 2021 at 651,000 and it felt so right. It was fully embodied. Oh my gosh, yes, I am here. Yes, this is incredible. Yes, 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 yes. Okay? But when I hit the million in 2023, I actually, I there's two different ways I can look at hitting it. 
once I hit it year over year, and that was in September, and my dad passed away 48 hours later. But when I hit it for the year 2023, like actual a million dollars, my stripe showed a million dollars for the year 2023, excuse me, 2022. The first feeling that I felt was guilt. And I talked about this. If you scroll back on the I Am Lacey Unleashed page, I talked about this. There's a post that says guilt in big red letters because I had to contend with when I hit the million dollars, my immediate first thought was, I feel guilty. Am I worthy of this? So many other people aren't here. Are they judging me? Are they wishing that they were here too and judging me because I'm here? Those were my thoughts. Juxtaposed against 2021 when I hit half a million, I embodied it. I was excited. There wasn't a moment of guilt. There wasn't a moment of, oh my gosh, what are other people? No, it was fully embodied. There's the disconnect, guys. My set point feels safe and comfortable. I feel worthy of making half a million, 650, even 750,000. I felt worthy of it. But the moment I crested a million dollars, the feelings of unworthiness set in. The feelings of guilt set in. And that's a clue, and I love the word clue, that that is above my set point. And so regardless of what's happened in my life over the last nine months, I've moved back down to the set point that my nervous system feels I'm worthy at, which is, you know, around three quarters of a million dollars. Now, how incredible that my nervous system set point is set that far, right? But for somebody that desires to go bigger, This is the work that I have to do. And there's a lot of people that will tell you this doesn't matter. And for some people, it doesn't matter. For some people, it may not matter. There's always going to be people that say, I've never once thought about this. And you know what? Good for you. But there's a lot of people that it does matter to. The people that are highly sensitive. I am highly sensitive. The people that are highly intuitive the people that are more in tune with their feminine side are more likely to feel this than those that are like hyper-masculine, like go, 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 go. They might not feel it in the same way. I felt it. And so my work to do is to bridge that gap. This makes sense for you. If you're trying to get somewhere and you keep going up and coming back down, what is the mindset gap? What is the nervous system gap? Do you feel worthy being there? And feeling worthy is more than just the words. It's an essence. Clues that you don't feel worthy. You label yourself as insecure. You label yourself as somebody that's highly self-critical. You label yourself as somebody that worries a lot about what other people think. You label yourself as a people pleaser. 
all of those labels factor in to unworthiness because the worthiness is living outside of you. The worthiness is contingent on how the world sees you. Worthiness has to be embodied. It has to be in how you see yourself. So for me, until I can see myself fully embodied at a millionaire status, I'm going to have trouble bridging that gap again. I remember thinking when I hit it, do I deserve to sit at the millionaire table? That's a clue that I didn't feel worthy. I'm removed from it enough now where I can see it for what it is. And that's an incredible thing because then I can actually start doing the work. When you're not in it as much, when you can take yourself out of it, you can actually start doing the work. I'm to the point where I can take myself out of it and I'm like ready to do the work. Like, Okay. And the recognition of like, I didn't feel worthy there is huge because I know where I did feel worthy. I was fully embodied when I hit my goals in 2021. I wasn't necessarily fully embodied when I hit them in 2022. And some of it was circumstantial. There was a shit ton of stuff that was going on in my life. That factored into my embodiment. The outside factored into the inside. Worthiness is owned. So if you're someone that labels yourself insecure, people pleaser, worries about what other people think, those labels are keeping worthiness tied to external things. Well, if she thinks I'm worthy, I'm worthy. Well, if she likes me, I'm worthy. Well, if I'm this, I'm worthy. And so that makes your worthiness circumstantial. And when worthiness is circumstantial, it can be taken away from you. And that's why when you hit certain income goals, if your first thought is, can I sustain this? I feel like a fraud. Oh my gosh, I didn't even plan this out. Is that... What, how am I going to repeat this? Oh my goodness. Like I, this feels really uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. What do I do with all this money? Oh my gosh. I don't even want to look at my bank account. Oh my gosh. That, that's a block for you being worthy and accepting and regulated at that level. Here's the beautiful thing. This work happens at Every level, anybody that tells you that it doesn't is lying through their teeth. This work happens at every single level. You have to learn to embody where you're at at every single level. And some levels are going to seem easier than others. It was not hard for me to embody half a million into 650,000, even into when I hit 750,000 last year. It wasn't hard for me to embody it. It felt natural. But there are some levels that aren't necessarily going to as naturally feel like, oh my gosh, I'm worthy. Why would I not feel worthy at a million dollars? Why? If I look at it and I look at my whole life, 
I had a model for what being a millionaire looked like. My grandfather was a millionaire. None of the, I don't have any of that money. I've never seen any of that money. He passed away last March. That money is that money. It is there. It is, it is not, I do not have any part of that money. I want to make that super clear. None of it. Don't, don't even, I have no access to it. There was a lot of millions there. My parents didn't have access to it. But my grandfather was my model for being a millionaire. My grandfather was the model for being a millionaire after years and years and years of brutally hard work. He was a model for being a millionaire in your 50s and 60s. So if my model for being a millionaire was it's through extreme hard work, a lot, a lot of time and being older, if I get there and I didn't have to work as many years, I'm not that old, my story is different, there's incongruence there with the model. So that factors into my worthiness. I only feel worthy if I can have it this way. And that's my pattern to undo. That's my pattern to undo. In the same way that many of you guys have patterns. Maybe you had parents that it was the mecca for them to hit, make $100,000 a year in their job. So all you've ever wanted was to make 100000 And now you're making 100000 and inflation is totally different and all of those things. And you're like, I want to make more than 100000 But all you've been conditioned to believe is that 100000 is it. It would make sense why you're struggling to get past that. 100,000 is actually about 8,800 months. So if you're trying to get to consistent 10K months and past that, if you're conditioned to believe 100,000 is the Mecca, your ceiling needs to raise. Your worthiness needs to be embodied at a different level. And this is your work to do. This is the stuff that a lot of business coaches don't teach. I am always going to talk about this. If you sign up for the Elevated Coach and you want to hear more about this message, if you've already signed up, message me. I'll give you access to Money Medicine. I've run this program two times. I'm very proud of it. And if you sign up, I will give you access because I believe that a lot of coaches need this message because there's a lot of coaches that feel really frustrated that they can't get past here to there and they don't know why or they self-sabotage every time they have a good month or they self-sabotage every time they have a good year or they're frustrated they can't get things consistent above this and it is deeper. It is. Another thing I was told, and I'll wrap up with this. I wasn't told. I actually came across this in a video, and I don't even, I, it's so funny. I see these things, and I don't remember where I saw them. And it asked that scarcity, it, and I didn't ask, it, it talked about how scarcity is an unreasonable feeling. And I don't usually like the word unreasonable, but it said scarcity is an unreasonable feeling. 
Because let's say you're in a grocery store. Imagine all of the money that is going through a grocery store every day. There's a lot of money going through a grocery store. Imagine you're at an airport. Imagine how much money is in all of the bank accounts for all of the people in the airport at any given time. Money is everywhere. It's in everyone's pockets. Money is all over and it's constantly being exchanged for one thing to the other in society all around us. Scarcity is believing that none of that money is for you. That was a huge, huge, I don't remember where I saw it, but I was like, damn, that makes that hits. And when you think about it, that's unreasonable. If we're walking around in a Target or a grocery store at an airport and we know that there is money all around us, hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars in bank accounts that are electronically linked to these computers we walk around with in our phones, all around us, everywhere we go. Money is everywhere. And scarcity is believing that none of it is for us. So when you can recognize how silly that sounds, and it comes back to worthiness, when you think money is not for you, you think I'm not worthy of that money that is all around. And that, my friends, is the work that you need to do. We are going to be talking about money mindset. It's going to be in the latter part of the Elevated Coach. But as I said, if you have signed up and you want access to money medicine, shoot me a message. I will give you access. If you sign up, I will give you access. That was a program that I charged $333 for. I'm very proud of it. I am happy to share it with you because the message needs to be shared. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening.